is today. Today? It is Wednesday, my dude. This is gonna be great! Good day, everyone. Glad you could join me right here on a Wednesday, whatever time it may be that you may be streaming this, listening to this, watching this, you know, whatever. I was listening to that intro um, for my Devo podcast, and I've been kicking around the idea, changing it up, getting a different intro, getting tired of it. I do have a different one for my Saturday podcast, even though I haven't done the Saturday one in quite a long time, but I do have some things that I want to talk about on a Saturday, some good stuff to to talk about, Uh, but I just don't have time right now. Time. No time. I do think that I have my uh, sound issue sorted, although I guess I'll find out once I do the editing for this, but I was working on this yesterday. I put in a new interface. That didn't change anything. It was still hot garbage sound, and then I switched the mic out. And it turns out my um, condenser mic that I was using kind of is no longer good. I didn't know it was a thing that condensers go bad, but apparently it does. So I I used like a regular 58 and it was much better. And then I got this handheld condenser out. Uh, This is something I used to sell at my old job at EMD Music. I sold this condenser mic for $25 to to the dealers, which is like, super cheap and it was hard sell at first because i'm like i got this cool condenser mic for 25 dollars and they're like yeah it's trash i'm sure it's 25 dollars no it's really good it's strange though because you have to unscrew it every time and put a new double a battery in so usually condenser works on phantom power 48 volts to go through it's a whole thing that's probably not interesting to you but i have to put a double a battery in here screw it in but it sounds really good and i sold a lot of them once i demoed it and showed people how great it was but then the stores itself, they don't want to spend the time to actually do that to their customers, so they didn't sell. It's didn't work out, but it's still a good mic. Cheap, but good. I still want to get another condenser mic because I just don't think this looks as professional as I want it to. I have an aesthetic going that I need. But anyways, that's where we're at right now. But today I want to talk about identity. Two identities, really. The identity... Of, of like our personality, likes, our talents, the things that we do, that kind of thing. Um, and then I want to talk about the, the identity of who we are at our core, at, at, of our being, you know? So my first identity, uh, maybe we call it the human identity. Uh, for me, it would be like musician, worship pastor, artist, movie and TV lover, uh, that I'm organized, uh, comedian or likes to make jokes type of thing. Um, that, that kind of stuff. But my identity is not carpenter or mechanic or all around handyman, really. Now that doesn't mean I can't do some of those things, but I know in my heart that those are not and never will be part of my identity. So, for instance, the brake job on my wife's car. I talked about it a little bit last week. Last week, my friend Chris came over, and he did the front brakes, but he was going 
with me, teaching me, showing me all these things. He was a really good teacher, and I feel like I really grasped what he was doing. I understood it. So therefore, yesterday I decided I was going to replace the back brakes myself, right? So the 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 calipers, the um, the rotors, the the brake pads, all that stuff. And I was armed with Chris's teaching plus a couple YouTube video tutorials that really go step by step and show it. And the job was simple. And and I was never lost in terms of how do I do this? I'm stuck. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Um, you essentially just take the the wheel off, you know, with the tire, remove four bolts, screws, whatever you want to call them. Um, remove the soft brake line, the calipers, take the old ones off, and then you do everything in reverse because you have all the new stuff. You put it back together. It's it's pretty easy. It's simple. A cakewalk. But not for me. This thing fought me every step of the way. Now, I do know Mike Doty, who uh, was the ex executive pastor here, and he, he always, he's like a guy who can build and fix anything. He always said the jobs are easiest when you have the right tools. And uh, I have tools that will, you know, work, but are the best tools for the job? No, not, not really. Uh, I have this little dingle hopper jack that I use that's like very small that has this thing that you got to spin and I have a hook with a with a pole on it to do it. It it took me 20 minutes. It took 9,000 spins of this thing to get the car off just far enough that I could get the tire off. And it's just like it it was exhausting to get this little and by the way, I was looking under the car. Where do I put this jack? Because there was nowhere that was good because it has a little little piece at the top with this round thing um, of the jack that it doesn't really fit anywhere. So I put it in this one area which I know was super sketchy. And then at any moment, I feel like the car could have fallen on me. But I feel like I'd have been alright because we still got the other three wheels to keep a lot of the weight. I wouldn't have died probably. Just maimed. But anyways, so... I have this jack that took me forever, and uh, and then also, uh, I don't like, I'm not a fan of getting my hands all filthy and dirty and jacked up from all that stuff, because yeah, you gotta remember, my true identity my, my is a musician, guitar player, my hands are important. They're important for what I do. Sorry that you think that that's soft, but it's the truth. Uh, so, like I said, I don't like that, so I put these special black gloves on they're like rubber latexy i don't know what they were uh but halfway through the job the fingers are all ripped off of the gloves i look like i'm like trying to be billy idol or i just came off the set of the beat it video from michael jackson with the fingerless gloves you know it's just like what am i doing with this you know uh the bolts are all corroded and stuck so i'm using the spray stuff to get it to loosen up. I got a breaker bar that I bought that I'm doing it. And in the meantime, I'm bashing my hands and head into filthy stuff underneath the car. By the time I get done, I I'm just got dirt and crud all over me. I look like I came out of a coal mine. I came in and Lola's like, you are filthy. I'm like, I know. It's crazy. Top of all that. I only got the driver's side done last night because it took me like two and a half hours and the light in my garage was not doing it for me. It was 
pouring rain was I was doing it, so it wasn't like there was no sun coming through. It was just everything was working against me, like I said, fighting me every step of the way. Now I did get that side done, right? Uh, so today I'm gonna take off after this. I'm gonna edit this, do a few things around here. Then uh, I'm gonna go home early, do the other side, so that I only have to bleed the bleed the brakes tonight. That sounds. I feel like that should be a band name. Bleed the Brakes. Who are you going to see tonight? I'm going to see Bleed the Brakes. Is that a metal band? Yeah. Anyways, since we're still talking about identity here, let's not get off track. Uh, through this whole break job that I'm doing, even though I'm capable, obviously I did it, I'm going to finish it today, whatever, uh, a mechanic is never going to be my identity. Because I didn't get this feeling of pride, like, look what I did. I did that. I changed the brakes. What a job well done. No, because guess what? I never want to do it again. So hopefully Lauren and her new career can afford, She hopefully she does well enough that we can afford to just get somebody else to do it. Because I ain't that guy. Nope. No siree. I'm not that guy. And I'm perfectly comfortable with the identity that I know. Playing guitar, singing, leading worship, being a good dad, trying to make people laugh. And I don't care if somebody around me is like, what do you mean you can't fix your car? Whatever, dude. If that's your thing, go do your thing. It's not my thing. I mean, it's it, the reason I'm doing this stuff is because we're broke. Let's get that clear. It's not because I have an overwhelming love of fixing or building or anything like that. It's out of necessity. Uh, but it's hard for some people to be comfortable with their identity, with their talents, with their things, and they want to be things that they're not. Let's take Joe Biden, for instance. Now, I know what you guys are waiting for me to say. And guess what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying it. I'm not going to do it. What I will say is he himself and Jill fancies themselves to be responsible dog owners. And guess what? That is false. He is not. I just heard today, this morning, on a morning show called morning show, I think it's called today, that he has a two year old German shepherd named Commander. Two years old, and it has had eleven biting incidents at the White House. 11! That's crazy! That's a lot of bites, especially in two years. That's like every other month, it's biting somebody. Why is this dog still around people? Let a normal person's dog in a neighborhood bite 11 people and see what happens. Then, on top of all that, the news said today that uh, their last dog, I don't remember what its name was, maybe like Defender or something, who knows, uh, it also had biting, biting problems, so they had to send it to live with friends somewhere else. Uh, Mr. President, you, sir, should not have a dog. I mean, seriously. Isn't it usually a dog bites one person, and it's like, we might have to put this dog down. Not the president, it's like, I would, oh, another person? But, I mean, the stress. So, so the person that uh, the dog bit recently was a Secret Service agent. Now, imagine the stress you're under being a Secret Service agent. At all times, you got to kind of be on 
you you got to be there making sure nobody kills the president or everybody's safe right on that but on top of that now you got to worry about getting bit by the president's dog that's crazy and i understand what these people must be feeling because i had a friend kip uh kip foster uh back in uh aurora and this dude had a pit bull and the pit bull was what you'd call temperamental because if you caught eyes with that dog it's gonna bite you so what you had to do is when you're over at his house you just got to be looking up all the time you can't look down because you might accidentally look at the dog and then and so you're just maneuvering around the house not looking down you're tripping over stuff oh and the dog's waiting it's like look at me just look at me come on no you know you want to look at me no i don't because i don't want to because then you look at the dog you're like i guess i got to fight a pit bull today that's that's what's happening and kip it wasn't like he was the responsible dog owner. He's like, ha, ha, the dog's going to bite you. It's It was crazy. It was nerve-wracking. I didn't like it. So know your identity. That's what I'm trying to say here. What you like, what you're good at, what you're bad at. Another example here is my favorite brand, Need to Breathe. Now, recently they, they released their new album called Caves. I was excited for it, you know. Uh... I listened through it, and uh, I think there are like 11 tracks on the album, and and uh, I like two of them, two of the tracks I like. I don't love, like I wasn't like hearing them and woo, no, I was like, it's pretty good, right? Then there are another two that are, that are they're good, they're okay, you know, whatever, and the rest are just kind of like, meh, eh, I mean, it's fine. Uh, the whole album was a lot more slow. It's folky sounding, um, which here, cool. You want to experiment with different things? Cool. I have no problem with it. And they've done that their whole career. Like when you, when you see their first two albums, it was a straight rock band, like a hard rock band. Then they've kind of gone into different genres and fields, but it's all had a cool, I've, I liked all of it all except into this latest album. Um, but there's always been this rock element, but over the last three albums, that rock element has kind of reduced and reduced to finally this last album has zero rock songs. There's zero rock feel to it at all. No rock whatsoever. Now, I've seen Need to Breathe like seven or eight times, something like that live. By the way, the best shows. They're always a great show. Um, and they always open us open the show with a different song. Um, it differs every time. And after that song, and it's usually high energy rock and, you know, that kind of thing. Bear gets, Bear, who's the singer, he gets on the mic, he greets everybody in whatever city they are and says, hey, we are Need to Breathe. We're a rock and roll band from South Carolina. And now, if he says it, I'd be like, no, you aren't. Not anymore. You were a rock band from South Carolina. That was your identity, but not so much anymore. You know, because I'm like, uh there's no rock here. I don't know where we're going. Um, you're, you're losing me, which is hurtful. I just talked to my friend Greg the other day, yesterday, on FaceTime for a while, and I told him about the album, and I was like, it's not great. And he said, I really feel bad for you about this. I know, because I love Need to Breathe. So it's it's just a whole thing. Their identity, to me, was this, at the core, they were a rock band. They could do all kinds of stuff, but you got to keep that rock identity in there, and it's gone now. So, so long story longer. I think we should know our human identity and, you know, be comfortable with that identity. Because, okay, growing up, I thought I was 
a very good basketball player. I mean, I was good, but my thoughts, the thought of my abilities on the basketball court were like top level. That was until I played top level basketball players, guys who were stars in the collegiate you know, level, guys who played in the NBA. And, and after I played them, or as I was playing them, I was like, oh, oh, this, this is top level because they were, I could do nothing against them. It was just like, they weren't even, I, I they were in a different, they're playing a different sport than I was. And uh, once that happened, sure, it hurt a little bit, but then I was like, okay, I have to adjust my identity to what I'm capable of. It doesn't mean I'm bad at basketball. It doesn't mean I quit playing. I still love basketball. But reality has taken me from a basketball player being part of my identity to basketball being a hobby in my identity. Does that make sense? I hope so. Hopefully it does. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure, that could happen too. So that's like the human level identity. Uh, but now let's talk about our core identity, the identity that is most important, um, our identity in Christ. I love that God knew us before we were born. And I think how hard it is for people to truly know us sometimes. I'm even talking about our family, who should know us the best. Like, for instance, I feel like I know my girls better than they know themselves. But still, at times they do something or they say something or they feel something that's completely different than anything that I could have guessed because that is not part of what I know them as. So, and, and I know that the kids are growing and they're changing. And, and I know for me, myself, I didn't even know who I was until later on in life, like where I was comfortable with my identity. I know I know who I am. I know like all that. So I know that that's going to change in my girls' lives, but sometimes just things happen and I'm like I had no idea and I'm supposed to be the one that knows them the most I mean I know I've known my wife for I think 21 22 years and it's at times I still think do you you don't even know me by now like not I mean I'm not talking big picture just little certain things so it's hard to get to know somebody and know their inner workings and being You, you have a good idea but God knows us to the core He knows our human identity. He knows our inner core identity. We are created in his image, and we are his masterpiece. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Notice it says, created in Christ Jesus to do good works. But if our core identity is not in Christ, there's no way we're going to do good works. And I was thinking, just if I decided, say, say for some reason I'm out of a job, right? Uh, since I successfully changed the brakes in my wife's car, you know what, I might as well go get a job as a mechanic. And, and say some fool hired me thinking that that was going to be a good idea, which they wouldn't hire me anyway. But anyways, but at the end of the day, my works as a mechanic are going to be probably pretty sketchy, uh, maybe a tad bit unreliable. And I definitely wouldn't call the end product good works. I mean, it'll be like okay works or could there's probably some things that'd be like, who, who did this? They're, they don't know anything, right? Because being a mechanic is not my true identity. 
if I have in, in like right now, if I had my, uh, if I had one foot in, one foot out in Christianity, wasn't a hundred percent bought in on Jesus, yet I still led worship for the job rather than looking at it as my identity to serve Christ. I don't think I would have a success. I think you'd see right through me. But luckily, my core identity is in Christ and the human identity that I carry, specifically as a musician, being organized, being outgoing or funny, helps me lead worship and small groups and it, and it helps me be a pastor. And obviously, since God knew us before we were born and knew our identity, he gave us gifts to do those works. So in 1 Peter 4.10, it says, Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And I use those gifts to serve others just as the scripture says. Everyone who has their identity in Christ has gifts to use to serve others, to expand the kingdom, um, to do good works. So, And let's read that verse from Ephesians again, Ephesians 2.10, where it says, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So he knew me before I was born. He knew that I was going to be a musician. He knew that I was going to be a singer, uh, have all these gifts. And I've taken those gifts and used them to leading worship, to doing his work, you know, to do good works for him. And then, so if you're listening to me, you might be saying, uh, but I don't have talents or skills to do the great gifts. Yes, you do. You just have to find them and use them. Start by volunteering in different areas of the church and doing that. Maybe start by working at a homeless shelter. Maybe start working at a food pantry. Maybe start doing, you know, there's lots of things. And then you find your spot where you can use your gifts to serve God. He gave you gifts. It says it right there in Scripture. This is the Word of God. Scripture is the Word of God. So, there's no excuses. Unless your identity isn't in Christ, therefore you're not going to want to do those good works. And then, if that's the case and you want to, you have to do some self-reflection, get in Scripture, you got to give yourself to Christ and, uh, and look for those gifts that He has given you. So, that's what I have today. That's what it is. Hopefully this thing sounded all right today. As as I'm doing this, I'm starting to think about, I didn't have a pop filter, so maybe the P's and the S's are going to sound weird. I don't know. I just started getting in my own head about it. And uh, so hopefully it all works out. I also don't like this cable right here. I wish I could like, I need like to drill through here in the desk. It's an old ratty desk anyways, but I don't know. I need to make this work somehow. But I hope you have a great week, and hopefully you will uh, stream, listen, watch, whatever next week when I come back. All right? Have a good one. Bye.